When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Hour two of the Donna and Steve show on my talk. One of seven one. Everything entertainment. We would normally do music-related news uh, right about here, but we got real sad news over the weekend um, that Matthew Perry has passed away at the age of 54. I'm not really sure what happened other than he was found um, unresponsive uh, at his home in a hot tub and by his uh, personal assistant who had run out to do some errands. And this is after he had played a couple of hours of pickleball Mm -hmm. uh, during the day. And so with that, we thought, why not involve all of our listeners and see if you have a favorite Chandler moment, a favorite Matthew Perry moment, uh, a moment from friends that stands out. And you could give us a call 651-641-1071. We've also uh, got your emails coming in at Donna and Steve show at my talk. One Oh seven one.com. Here's what Roseanne sent via email. She said, Matthew Perry's uh, my favorite Matthew Perry moment is actually in the whole nine yards. When he is the dentist and is trying to gas himself up, his comedic timing is off the chart. He is so damn funny, along with Bruce Willis, Amanda Peet, and Michael Clark. Uh, it's a goofy movie, but it's one of those that makes you laugh out loud when you see it. And Matthew Perry talks about doing that movie with uh, Bruce Willis, and then yeah. they end up doing a sequel to it, The Whole Ten Yards, I believe. Um, and it was interesting hearing about some of those conversations where, like, after a party would wind down, Bruce could sort of party into the night. So could Matthew, obviously. But there was a time or two when, as I recall, he and Bruce would just sit there. The party had quieted down, and then they would just sort of, like, sit in the Bruce's backyard and talk. Just, like, now talk that all life. of it's gone away. Mm. Yeah, and some special moments that they had there as well. Love that. Lynn also uh, sent us an email. She said, the line was... Uh, that's her, this is her favorite Chandler line. The line was, Handel is my middle name. Actually, it's the middle part of my first name. <laughs> but delivered in his perfectly funny manner. Of course. What a talent he will be missed. Annie said uh, her favorite Chandler moment. This is such a great moment. Uh, favorite moment when Chandler and Monica have started dating. And then the girls catch him kissing her goodbye. <laughs> and it gets really awkward. So then he kisses Phoebe, kisses Rachel, and then goes to work. <laughs> That's so great. Yes, oh, I remember that. That was very funny. Very, very funny. No, I didn't I wasn't a regular watcher of Friends. I just kind of watched it here and there. Uh, I'm familiar with a, a lot of the episodes, but I can't think of anything in particular. Do you guys have like a, a favorite 
You know, it's funny. funny. Um, there was actually a there was a and there's an episode where, and I think it's the uh, the the chicken fat episode where Ross ends up drinking the fat. He was going to drink the fat. This whole thing with he and Rachel, but I, I think it's that episode where Chandler and Joey are sort of just picking at each other and irritating each other. Yep. And at one point, Joey goes over, puts on all of Chandler's clothes. And comes in and, and he delivers with Chandler's thing. Could I be wearing any more clothes? And Chandler, <laughs> it's just, sometimes Matthew Perry on Friends, he, even when he wasn't delivering a line, yeah, his looks of perceiving what the other person was saying right. were so funny. And oftentimes you knew he was, sometimes it would just be a look, but very often he was loading the gun, so to speak, right. and then was about to fire back at right. whatever weird thing the person had said. The that, chemistry was unbelievable. You could binge that show. That's a great winter binge, Not that show. Idea. And they have good storylines all throughout it as well. I laugh out loud every episode of Friends that I watch still. Aw. Hi, Mike. We got someone on the phone. We do. We got Jennifer on the line. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. How are you guys? We're, we're doing good. good. We're, uh, we're looking back on the life of Matthew Perry, a uh, Friends star who passed away over the weekend, gathering favorite Matthew Perry memories or moments. What comes to mind for you? So I was actually on an episode of Friends as an extra. Really? I was. So my cousin, my dad's cousin was one of the directors. And so my friend Beth and I went out to L.A. for a taping. And we were watching it. It was season nine. And my cousin knew I was a huge, huge Matthew Perry fan. And so all of a sudden he walked up to us and said, hey, I'm going to put you guys in a scene. And we're like, what? Whoa. And so we were sitting behind the couch in Central Park, drinking fake coffee, having fake conversations in a scene with Joey and Chandler and then after the scene was shot um, my cousin's like Matthew go talk to her so he came over to us and talked and we talked to him for probably like a good three minutes the only thing I remember him saying is are you guys having fun and then you guys have no idea how extras how many extras have to work this to get this like area behind the couch wow and I just sat there in awe and remember how much like Makeup was caked on his face, and it was it was such a surreal experience. No but kidding. I'm a huge Matthew Perry fan, so it was super sad to hear this. Uh, I bet, I bet. Oh, yeah. that's what a cool experience and a cool memory that you'll have forever. Yeah, yeah no kidding. It was amazing. That's, Absolutely amazing. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Jennifer. You are welcome. We appreciate it. Um, wow, that would be really cool. Oh my You know, gosh. sometimes you see people that are just, you know, you can't hear what they're saying, but you could see that people are talking or what. That would be really cool. Oh yeah, for sure. I would love that. Mike, do you have a favorite? Um, as far as quotes, not really. I wasn't a huge, huge friends guy, but the one thing I did know whenever you watch that show, like you watch any show, you kind of jump into somebody and you say, okay, I'm like that person or I want right. to follow that person. Chandler was always the one whenever I was watching friends that you like, it almost felt like the show it was like the gym, gym character in the office. It was like, oh, this is the one I can relate with right. most. This is what, you know, he seems the most normal of the bunch. Right. And uh, so I always had, uh, yeah, he was always my favorite part of the show and his sarcasm and humor. And yeah, you mentioned yeah. the way he delivers lines it's it was awesome yeah, then yeah. He, he he iconically delivers the final line yep. in friends whenever they're all leaving the apartment they're moving out everybody's going their separate ways and then jennifer aniston rachel she says should we go get some coffee and mm-hmm. everybody says sure and then as they start walking chandler says where <laughs> it's just funny. It's funny. hey mike i just yeah. um sent you an email okay that we can play as we uh wrap things up here nice. in this okay. segment here i'll call for that in a moment uh, but you can continue to send us your 
your emails at Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Yeah, we'll revisit this in the next hour. Um, Lori sent an email and said she loved every Friends episode. I still watch reruns. But if you have not read his book, it is so eye-opening. You never know what someone is going through. Definitely a must-read. You and I both read it. I just took it out uh, last night to loan to a friend who's been wanting to read it, not Mm -hmm. necessarily because he's passed away, but, um, you know, it's just kind of been on my to-do list to pull that for her because eye-opening is a very, very good way to describe the book for sure. So, um, and, and the name of the book, oh gosh, it's... Friends... Lovers and, and the big terrible thing. Yes, a memoir, right. I believe, is what it is. Yeah, very good. Um, very good. Yeah, it's great, and and you, I just some really eye opening things. I remember one thing that really stood out to me is um, the fact that there were seasons where, or at least portions of seasons, where he was going from a rehab facility essentially, and then going to the set, shooting right. a show. Right. And then coming back. Forgot about that. And just all this crazy stuff. And then, you know, even I believe he watched Julia Roberts win an Oscar. Yes. And he did that from a similar like rehab facility and they had dated and she guest starred on the show. And yeah. They would date via fax. He would get back to his fax machine to read the message that right. had been left. They would to flirt. Her. Yes. Via fax. Can until you they imagine get, how hot oh, and heavy it could get? Seriously. Beep, 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 beep. Um, so anyway, we will continue to look back on the life of Matthew Perry. Uh, we'll get more into that next hour again as well. And if you have any memories, uh, you can email us, Don and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. Favorite Matthew Perry memories, and we'll share those throughout the morning. Uh, but we'll go to break with this. Let's play a little bit of this song. This is by a guy named Stillman on Instagram, and he does covers of all sorts of songs but he did one after matthew perry passed away and uh let me just read really quickly he put in the um caption matthew perry you were are and always will be so loved i watch friends at such a pivotal time in my life for the first year of my marriage this was our show this was our first binge watch together every moment you brought as chandler bing was pure perfection your character resonated so deeply with my humor and i couldn't get enough you will absolutely be missed thank you for all you gave us even in your most difficult moments. Singing this today brought me some comfort, and I hope it does for you, too. So we'll kind of uh, go to break, let you hear about 30 seconds of this take on the Friends theme song. Oh, I love that. Sung by Stillman on Instagram. Hi. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, this is kind of fun. 50 Cent is beefing with Madonna again, and I don't know why. I feel like he just he just kind of makes comments about her appearance. And then she kind of is like, okay, I thought we were friends. What are you doing? However, in his defense, he's probably saying what we're all thinking. Which is what? What is up with her butt? Have you seen it, you guys? What? Like, it's almost cartoonish. Hmm. Like, it looks like somebody put a pillow in her pants. 
see if I can track so this down. He, so he put up a picture of Madonna side by side with a cartoon oh ant or insect of some sort. And it read, who the bleep did this? She's rich. How the hell, how the hell she didn't get it fixed? I want the bleeping doctor's name right now. I mean, damn it, man. LOL. So. (laughs) (laughs) Just sometimes a blunt delivery. Yeah. Is the shortest way for me to be. So click on over to the next slide. If you're looking at Madonna side by side with the ant. Okay. And just look at that. And then go and look at pictures of her before. I mean, I just can't believe doctors yeah. approve this. I can't believe it stays up. I can't either. Anyway, still not nice, right? Um, she has yet to comment. Come on. She has yet to comment. But um, He's got a track record of, like, saying mean things about her. Back in June of last year, he posted a snapshot of her uh, next to images of aliens. And he wrote, I hope she didn't make her kids take this picture. At 63, somebody tell her to chill out, please. Okay, that's not necessary. Um, she posted a picture of the two of them hugging and said, here is 50 Cent pretending to be my friend. Now you have decided to talk smack about me. I guess your new career is getting attention by trying to humiliate others on social media. That's sad, because apparently they were close at one time. What? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they were close or if it's like a hug at a red carpet. I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't know. know. My source says the two stars were once very close. Okay. You may see that Daily Mail link I just put in there. There's uh-huh. a more revealing picture. I'll make sure to post this online as well. Oh, but great. On our okay. show links page. But that's a more revealing picture of her. Oh, dear. And what it looks like if she wasn't Is that covered a in pants. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I, I guess you, you know, do listen. you. Do what makes you happy. But she can't expect us not to comment because it's so in your face. Different. It is different. It's like if someone got a nose job and you're supposed to pretend that they don't look different. But then you're not supposed to say, hey, did you get a nose job? You could say. As a society, aren't, haven't we agreed yeah. that the best way forward is to think mean things in your head and don't say them out loud? <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's a- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Good as we can do as a society is like, yeah, but I wouldn't have said it. I would just think about it over and over in my head. I get it. Look, I don't want Madonna's feelings to be hurt. I get it. It's also I get it. It's also a very significant difference. I'm dying for people to talk about my butt. I had flat butt, and I've been trying to squat my way to Balby butt. How's that going? It's going good. Great. It looks bigger to me. Okay, great. But donk. It is wild how you can change the shape of your body surgically oh, yeah. you or through. Enough, yeah. You know, through work. I can't imagine going to a doctor and saying, hey, would you uh, inject this sucker back here? Kind of reminds you of like when you plump up. You ever um, inject a turkey, Donna? Sure have. Is that right? No. <laughs> <laughs> you think I've ever made a turkey? Please. Thank you, Byerly's. <laughs> <laughs> I injected one once, and it is wild how you legitimately see it in real time plump up. Really? The skin gets tight. It becomes more bulbous. And a turkey, pretty bulbous to begin with. Mm. You know Some what I mean? Some would argue, yeah. Mm. So, is that injections or is that an implant? I don't know. Let me start with that first. I would imagine it's an implant. We got to get like a, a breast implant. surgeon on the phone. Oh, that's what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. Do you think it's the same material? I think it would be weird sitting on that. I wondered what she sat down on the stage in this video I was watching, and I thought, oh, I wonder what that feels like. Huh. A very bad feeling is when you feel the bones of your butt on a hard surface. Yeah. That is not a feeling. That, like, physically doesn't feel good. Thank you for being so vulnerable. I'm just, like, trying to, like, lead by example, I guess. <laughs> Anyway, Madonna. that's my 50 cent story about Madonna. I'm sorry. I just, it's mean, but it's also, how do you not? How do you not notice? I, I get I get I not get. saying anything, but how do you not notice? Thank you. Um, by the way. Oh, hey, I can get in now. This is great. Oh, great. Um, uh, something I read that was interesting. We told you last week, Taylor Swift, now a billionaire. But one thing that is different and particularly noteworthy about her billionaire status compared to, let's say, Rihanna, Beyonce, Jay-Z, who all recent musical acts that reach billionaire status. This is a great point that I think you're about to make. Theirs were rooted in some other business ventures that made up a big chunk of their wealth. Or, yes, lifestyle brands. But hers, Perfumes. primarily from touring. touring and selling records. Hers mm-hmm. is a music-driven billion. The others are sort of music and businesses. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. Touring is a business. Selling records is a business. But hers has been very, very music-centric as opposed to like Taylor's line of athleisure clothing that she ends up, builds up, sells it, gets a bunch of money. Like Carrie Underwood has a line of, I think it's called Cal... How do you spell it? I think it's called like Cal- Cali, Cali something, Cali. 
Kalia, got Kalia. there. Thank, Thank you, Matt. Mike. Mike, always coming through. <laughs> I almost called him Matt. It happens. It's all right. Uh, 651-641-1071. <laughs> College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. Hey, guys, we're back. Thank you for listening. You're the best. We love you. You're our buddy, Booze. Oh, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and where it is time to play oh, yeah. a little game. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It is time for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and I want to remind you that today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge here on this Monday is brought to you by 191 Virtual Academy. You can uh, Google 191 Virtual Academy right now to learn more about supporting your child's passion and purpose. All right, it's been Steve going on a bit of a run as of late, but don't worry, Donna, you're still within a week uh, ability, a week's ability to to close the gap. You're trailing by five. But guess what? We don't have any more charity drives for the rest of the year. So we're not going to be auctioning off any more points. Speaking of charity, the amount of charity I've done. I can't wait for Dan to send out the email. What have you done to help the the public? And I'll be like, well, I sent Donna pretty much 20 games throughout the course of the year. There's your your charity. You know what? Matt Belanger's in tomorrow, so suck it! Why is he so dumb in games? Not to mention, November is National 1980s Country Music Month, and every College of Pop Culture knowledge will be the 80s and 90s country music. So. That's the thing, is I cannot tick off the game maker here, or he has a way of getting points back into right. your uh, pocket. Uh, well, today we'll find out how it goes. I think this is pretty fair down the middle for both of you, because today is a birthday we are celebrating. It is the birthday of one Henry Winkler. Oh, I love oh, Henry. I uh, need some guesses. How old do you think Henry Winkler is today? I got a guess. 78. That was my guess. Stop it. You we'll copycat. We'll both go in on 78. Oh, my. Not only is it both your guess, you're both right. Yeah. That's crazy. Nice, Donna. Well love done. Henry. That's got to be a good sign. But uh, today, it's all uh, college pop culture knowledge about Henry Winkler. And we got Lisa on the line to play with us. Hi, Lisa. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. We're, we're doing really well. We're good. Where are you uh, calling us from, Lisa? My car. I'm uh, calling. I'm heading home to Maplewood. Oh, Maplewood, where the majority of Minnesota's wood comes from. <laughs> we love oh, wow. it up in Maplewood. Um, He's a dummy. Where is Maplewood? <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> How would you? Is it up? Is it north metro? North of St. Paul. Not quite to White Bear. Okay. 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 Nice area. Yeah. Do you probably go to the Rose Rosedale Shopping Center every now and again, huh? Yes, I do. Okay. Great. Anything else you need, Steve? (laughs) No, I just want... I'm sorry, Donna. I actually view them not as metrics, but as real people, our listeners. And so I like to do a heart Mm. connection with them. And of course, I would love to team up with you, Lisa. Um, Today, the topic is Henry Winkler. On his 78th birthday, would you like to team up with Donna or Steve? Well, Steve, you let me down last time, so I'm going with Donna. All right, you know what? Screw you. All right, great. Lisa, (laughs) now it's my turn to let you down. Please hold. All right, Lisa, you're going to go on hold. Candy. (laughs) Sugary kind. All right, I'm ready. Is there another kind? 
I guess not. <laughs> Enjoy. Yes, we will uh, see how it goes here. We'll see uh, what candy he can get. But before that, let's play. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Henry Winkler's 78th birthday today. Are you ready, Donna? Yes, I am. Let's get it started with this one here. Though its impact on happy days has been exaggerated, an idiom was created thanks to this stunt the Fonz pulled on September 20th, 1977's episode of the show. Uh, he uh, jet skied or skied over, water skied over a bunch of sharks. Uh, Henry directed the Hallmark Feeling 1986 made-for-TV movie A Smoky Mountain Christmas starring this singing actress. Dolly Parton. Though the role of the Fonz earned him three primetime Emmy noms, he never actually won the award until 2018 in a supporting role for this HBO TV series starring Bill Hader. Oh, oh, the, oh, God, what's the name of that movie? He's a murderer and he's taking acting classes and it's called. Oh. Three seconds. So, I should Shoot, less that. I need Lisa. All right. Uh, Lisa, you still with us? I'm here. All right. How'd you feel like uh, the first couple questions went? I think they were good. The okay. third one, I have oh, Bill Hader. Let me read it again for you. Though the role of the Fonz earned him three primetime oh, Emmy noms, he didn't actually win the award until 2018 in a supporting role on this HBO TV series starring Bill Hader. Any idea on the name of that show? No, the only movies I know he was in was The Fockers. I can't even think. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah no, yep. this is a series, but it's okay. I've wa- I All actually right. watched put- almost a whole first season, and I can't think of the name of it. So we'll put you back on hold and see what Steve can do. All right, Steve. How's it going? Thanks, Steve. You got it. Okay. I accept <sighs> gummy lifesavers. Thank yep. you. How did it go? Fairly well. I okay. choked. I choked mm. on one. It's oh. fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, maybe you didn't choke, though. I choked. Well, I don't know. Mike just we'll made a weird out. whale noise. Mm. It's like... It didn't do... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> weird <Yeah>. dolphin noise. <laughs> okay. All right. The, uh, are you ready, Steve? Yes. All right. Let's give it a whirl. Again, we are doing uh, Henry Winkler's 78th birthday today for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It started off with this one. Though its impact on Happy Days was exaggerated, an idiom was created thanks to this stunt the Fonz pulled on the September 20th, 1977 episode of the show. Jumping the Shark. Henry directed the Hallmark Feeling 1986 made-for-TV movie A Smoky Mountain Christmas starring this singing actress. Dolly Parton. Though the role of the Fonz earned him three primetime Emmy noms, he didn't actually win the award until 2018 in a supporting role on this HBO TV series starring Bill Hader. Barry. Anything you'd like repeated? Uh, let's hear the second one again. Uh, Henry directed the Hallmark Feeling 1986 made-for-TV movie A Smoky Mountain Christmas starring this singing actress. I'm going to stick with Dolly. Could be Reba, but I'm going to stick with Dolly. All right, let's run through these answers here. All right. We'll start with the first one. Well, its impact on the uh, on Happy Days was exaggerated. The idiom was created thanks to this stunt the Fonz pulled on the September 20th, 1977 episode of the show. Of course, the idiom is jumping the shark, mm-hmm. and the stunt was, as Donna said, jumping over a bunch of sharks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, jet skiing over I, some sharks. I overexplained it. You did but, overexplain it a little but bit, I but knew hey, it's he was okay. Jumping the shark, but <laughs> I thought you were looking for a specific nope. what happened. It's cool. No, no, you got it. You got it. Uh, let's move on to the second one. By the way, the show went on for five years or five or six years after that and had a ton of success. So the idea that oh, that, that, that killed right? Happy Days is right. kind of exaggerated. Oh, yeah. that's funny to know. Yes. Uh, Henry directed the Hallmark Feeling 1986 made for TV movie A Smoky Mountain Christmas, and it starred this singing actress. 
That indeed was Dolly Parton. Yeah. Nicely done. All right. Wolf got that one. We'll move on to the final one, though. The role of the Fonz earned him three primetime Emmy noms. He didn't actually win the award until 2018 in a supporting role on this HBO TV series starring Bill Hader. Donna completely described the entire series. Oh, basically no. said everything about the series except, except its title, title. Oh, Barry. Oh, I know. Oh. oh, and Lisa wasn't able to pull you through, huh? Lisa could not. No, oh, I'm man. sorry, Lisa. Barry, what do you want, Barry? Dang it. Lisa, so now, close. Now, now we're tied. We both let you down. Yes. <laughs> so, now, yeah, call, you can call back again, and then uh, you, I guess then flip a coin, see who you want to team up with, because you've we've both broken your trust. But um, <laughs> but we do appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for making yeah, us part of your day. Love the, love the show. Oh, uh, thank you. Love you, Lisa. Thank you. Bye. She could call to Martin now. No, he'll let her down, too. Never mind. Oh, yeah, don't. Matt Belanger. Honest to goodness. Him. What is he, just like a Ken doll? Does it's he not have a brain spot. in his head? I think it's a... <laughs> wow. <laughs> In games, I mean, it's in these a games. Blind spot. I what think. if the words Pop aren't culture. there in the teleprompter? Suddenly, nothing comes out. But didn't you say that Lou, your wife, has kind of a similar thing, like blind spots with pop culture? And she is so not plugged in to Hollywood. She has favorite shows. If you get into her lanes of favorite shows sure. and things like that, but like, let me let me tell you websites. My wife, I bet you has never ever ever been on. TheHollywoodReporter.com. She doesn't even know The Hollywood Reporter is a thing. Mm. Entertainment Weekly, no. Unless mm. it was linked up through someone sent her a link. Never would she go there. People.com, TMZ, never. Never. But she's aware of TMZ. She knows what TMZ is, but she has no appetite for TMZ's stories. Do we know what TMZ stands for? The. Here we go. All right, hang on. And then we're going to do the tiebreaker. The. Do you know? You're no. not saying anything, so you're not. Okay. No, but maybe it's Harvey. What's his face? Is something to do with him? The it mega not, zeitgeist. It Wait, is, it is not the. I'll just tell you that. Okay. Do, do, does each letter stand for something? I'm 65 percent sure we've done this exact same thing earlier this year. <laughs> I'm um, sure we have. They all stand for something. Yes. Okay. <laughs> two days. Apparently, you don't remember. Two days. Mainstream zeitgeist. Donna, you have to submit a guess. No, I don't just, want to. Just submit a guess. Uh, it's not the. Correct. Nope. Triceratops. <laughs> Something magazine. Zippity doo Close, actually. That was very close. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of the Studio Zone? The zone, the studio. Okay, it's basically a 30-mile zone around Hollywood. Oh, 30-mile zone. TMZ, 30-mile zone around. That's that's cool. I like that. studio zone. Okay. That's cool that it means something. Yeah. 30-mile zone. Okay. I'll never forget. Thank you. Mike, let's do a tiebreaker. Sounds good. Here's a tiebreaker. The two of you, again, yell at your name when you think you know the answer to this one. Winkler's Rolls. In Adam Sandler movies, The Waterboy, Click, Little Nicky, You Don't Mess with the Zohan, and Sandy Wexler all came after Winkler called Sandler and thanked him for including him in this holiday song. Steve. Mm. The Hanukkah song. Yes. Damn! Apparently thanked him for including the line, uh, Arthur Fonzarelli. And he said, thanks so much for including me in that. And he says, oh, cool. And they had a friendship after that. that. And almost every movie Sandler did. He asked Winkler to be in it. That's so cute. Yep. By the way, tell people thank you. 
Um, I was going to come and tell you this during the commercial break, Mike. Yeah. And like set it up behind her back. But I feel like we could even, this could still work with it being right in front of her face. Sure. Grab the audio from two minutes ago when she said, I'll never forget it. And you went, hmm. Yeah. Um, and then just ask her the question in 30 days. <laughs> Got maybe it. we could just set a reminder like Done. in 30 days, ask mm-hmm. her the question. Okay. Um, what do you think? You better than me, Donna. You know I do. <laughs> I do know you do. <laughs> hey, by the way, start washing your hair with beer, everybody. I did this in the eighties. Did you that know you thing. were doing it, or did you mistake the? Okay, so uh, it was you're a- so funny, Steve. <laughs> uh, no, it was a thing. Like they started even including beer in shampoos. I believe. Really? This yeah. is so crazy. I've never heard of this. Tell me more. Open a beer, let it go flat. You don't want the carbon dioxide in the bubbles. It creates hard water, water. Uh, which isn't good for your hair. Wash and condition your hair like normal, okay? The beer is just an extra step. Massage it into your scalp. Leave it in there for a few minutes. No one agrees on how long. Somewhere between 3 and 15 minutes, okay? Then you rinse it out. One stylist had a different approach. They said just fill a spray bottle with flat beer. Spritz your hair with it and don't wash it out. They claim it's better as a leave-in conditioner. The downside, you kind of smell like you just walked out of a frat house. Right. But they say that it can make softer, thicker, shinier hair. Okay. Wonder why it went away if it was back in the if it was there in the eighties. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. It was one of these things like you know, kind of word of mouth oh. kind of thing. Was there word of mouth back then? There sure was, Steve. That's fun. Long before the internet. Anyway, we have to go. Hey, just uh, give a heads up to everybody. We're going to have a special guest coming in studio at 11 o'clock. Darkness Dave Schrader. He's got a special event tonight at the Lexington. And uh, we could talk a little bit to him about his scary, spooky experience. And we've already committed to our opening question, which is the only one that we're going to script, which is, why, why are, are you, you so weird? weird? <laughs> so we'll see where it goes from there. That'll happen at 11 o'clock when we come back. A uh, little bit of an update on the SAG after a situation. Maybe some good news, but this week is the week or else. I'll tell you what I know there, uh, as well as Urban Outfitters selling vintage blanks. Wait until you hear the vintage item that they're selling and for how much when we come back. Lord, spare me. Hello. Oh my God. Oh my God. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Woo! So that strike's still going on, huh? It is still going on. Uh, mm. The SAG after strike continues, although a, uh, what do they call it? There's a headline and then what's the, there's a headline in bold and then the line underneath it. It's a sub-headline? Subline. Subline. Sublime. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Pizza, pizza. Eat some pizza. Pizza, pizza. I don't know what it's called. Well, headline reads, SAG after negotiations conclude for the day as talks with the studios continue. That was yesterday. But then the subline says, a renewed sense of optimism has taken hold over the course of the weekend, even as the sides have not yet buttoned up all the deal points. But people are starting to feel good again. This comes after studios made it clear to union leadership last week that, listen to this, If there was no sign of a resolution by the first week of November or even by as early as November 1st, which is Wednesday, their 2024 summer movie slates are almost certain to be blown up. And if that happens, talks could break off until after the first of the year, which is a sobering prospect for all involved, according to Studio Insiders. (sighs) 
something got to give. I think something about to give. They say both parties will be working independently Monday and will re-engage on scheduling um, at the end of the day. Got it. And so. Well, we've heard the union members say we, we didn't come this far to like budge on the things that they were really, really adamant about. So it'll be interesting to see if the studios actually go, okay, you got it. Well, and this leverage piece, you know, of no more work for the next two months for the holidays, you know, yes. all of that. I mean, you start to wonder um, if the voice of the non-A-list celebrities mm-hmm. are like, okay, gets louder. Guys, yeah, yeah, we're ready. We yeah. Want, you know. So who knows? But anyway, I hopefully this week, and it sounds like this week is a really important week for it to happen. Okay. What kind of candy are you handing out? We have assorted bags, two of those assorted bags. Okay. Um, and it's a great example of when someone tells you something that's impacting them, you kind of care. When it impacts you, you really care. Last week I told you that I spent $65 after a sale. On two bags of candy, and you're like, uh huh, yeah. And then it hit you <laughs> I come over in the today, weekend. I'm like, I spent over fifty bucks on candy. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I know it's a lot of money. It's, it's a lot. But th- the thing is, you have a lot more money. So really, why do you know that? You don't know I that. I can tell. Your lady Jane down the street is freaking Scrooge McDuck <laughs> sitting on a pile of your Kohl's cash, just waiting for you to say, "I need another I payment." Kohl's yesterday. That's great. Did you use Kohl's cash? I didn't. I don't earn a lot of Kohl's cash. I don't shop there very. I went to return a rug. <sighs> what a headache! Oh, I bought three rugs. Right, I bought three runners. Uh-huh. I have no idea why I'm telling you this story, but I bought three of them to see if they'd fit in the space. They didn't look good, so I rolled them back up, and I'm like, "All right, I guess I'm going on to Amazon to tell them I'm returning these." One had to go to Kohl's. One had to go to UPS. Mm. One has to be brought to the post Hand office. To the I'm like, store. are you kidding me? So I have all the the barcodes or whatever QR codes in three different emails, and yeah. I'm pulling up the wrong ones at the wrong place. And then guys like at this UPS, is me all the time. he's like, "Lady, you're supposed to have." wrapped this before you brought it here i'm like well i don't know because all the instructions are different yeah and then i go to kohl's with two rugs and we can't figure it out and she's like yeah this one you have to bring to the post office after you Mm. print out the label and after Mm. you wrap it i'm like you gotta be kidding me that is a hassle anyway thank you so much for listening I digress. To answer your question, assorted candies. It's sort of the mixed bag. <laughs> Got it, right. You know? Yeah, me too. Um, sure. So some Snickers, some Three Musketeers are probably sure. in there. Little Do you Kit think Kats. people like those Three Musketeers? It's funny that you mentioned that. Mike loves Three my Musketeers. Oh my God, that's such a garbage kid. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I agree with you, Donna, but, but last week I told Mike uh, that was my favorite candy bar for a portion oh, yeah. of my childhood. It is interesting, Mike. How would you describe 
the flavor to someone who's never eaten it's, a Three Musketeers before. How would you describe what you're eating? All the candy bars have just too much going on. Um, I don't like the stickiness of caramel. I think it's hard to get through. I'm not a huge caramel guy. Um, it's just light. It's airy. It's chocolate. It it's airy. got that nice nougat flavor, which I love, and it doesn't have so much going on like all the other candy bars that have nougat. Now so. that's interesting. See, I nougat. That's one of the things I now don't like about it. There's almost a fluffiness to it. Yes. But I bet you're right that if you weighed the candy bars, Milky Way, Snickers, Three Musketeers, Baby Ruth, great. Really good. That's the lightest candy bar there is. What? It's, It's weird what's in it. Kit Kats are pretty light, too. Oh, I think not. Really? I think they're a denser one. Okay. What do you think the best candy bar is? Only one candy bar. They're eliminating every single candy bar. Only one will be given out at stores and on Halloween. And it's got to be a chocolate bar? I'm talking about a chocolate candy bar. Uh, uh, it's got to be a peanut butter cup. Does that qualify? Oh, because it's round. Bar? I hear yeah. you. Reese's are good. They are... I've come to like them more and more the older I've gotten. You think that that counts, Mike? Oh yeah, absolutely. Reese's two Reese's, like the the normal package of Reese's. Oh, it, yeah. it matches up with another candy bar. Yeah, there you go. A normal size candy bar. How about yourself? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Snickers, but frozen. Okay. Oh, Ooh, Snickers. Not the ice Snickers cream ice cream bar, which so is good. great. It's great, but I like that so that I have to make. Like a beaver chewing through a log, I want you to see tooth marks of me fighting for every bite of a cold Snickers bar. Now listen, I'm not going to lie, guys. If we're laying it all out there, I had a Milky Way season in my life okay. where Milky Way was my favorite. And then uh, my brother liked Milky Way dark. Oh, they're so good. That'd be better. They're so As good. a child, I did not have the mm, taste for dark bitter, chocolate. Yeah. Uh, you know what's total garbage? What's that? Charleston Chews. I don't even know if I know what one of those is. They're like this big. Is it chocolate? It can be. It could be strawberry. It could be vanilla. You're right. Oh, and Tootsie Rolls. Bah! I love Tootsie Rolls. Either small or long. Just don't give me them flavored. I don't want... want Oh, that's the only way I'd eat it. Same. I only like the flavored ones. Yeah, the fruit fruit chews or whatever they're called. Oh, it's a delicacy. The the Tootsie Roll comes not only in a package, (laughs) but then in a cardboard open face coffin and it's there <laughs> and you can just yeah I, I like that when the waiter comes to the table and just cuts you off one of the nubs they're like lincoln logs the waiter comes to the table in my head it's a, more of a fancy situation Alrighty. uh by the way urban outfitters has started selling vintage ipods in case you were wondering what that riddle was for 350 dollars no less bag i hear my you can own. get one on ebay for like 35 bucks you could get one out jones. of my junk drawer for free <laughs> yeah, thank you, you you haul it it's yours <laughs> totally uh, okay special guests coming in next yes dave schrader is joining us it's about to get spooky up in this biatch stay with us